For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Spirit Radio Podcasts. Well, with the cold weather over the weekend, did you have a little bit of extra screen time in your house? We were with watching a, a family Christmas movie yesterday, but I felt like we paid the price with more screen time than my kids were used to. And how you can handle it over the Christmas season. You know, lovely Christmas films, all that sort of stuff. School holidays, though, maybe it's going to lead to too much screen time. And well, our next guest is going to give us advice about this, how we can manage it over the Christmas holidays, especially in terms of just online use and monitoring as well. Things like social media and gaming activity. It's great to have with us Philip Arneil, the head of education at Cyber Safe Kids. Okay, Philip, let's start with that. I imagine with you know all the different devices kids have, their mobile phones, gaming consoles, iPads, laptops, all that sort of stuff. It's we're almost bombarded with screens everywhere. So, what ground rules would you say for parents to set over Christmas holidays? Uh, well, morning, and th- thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, I'd say first of all, I mean, if kids have devices. Um, presumably in most cases they've got them from their parents. So I think uh, giving them the devices is the first step and, and then the second step really is putting in those ground rules. And you mentioned there in your intro about monitoring. So I think that's, that, that's probably one of, the, one of the important things is that uh, you know where those devices are and particularly, I suppose, where they're being used. You know, So one thing we would suggest, particularly with younger kids, is maybe making sure that devices are used generally in uh, shared spaces in the house. So rather than heading off up to the bedroom with the door closed, where it's a lot uh, more difficult to keep an eye, you know, they're being used in the living room or in the kitchen. And similarly, when they're being used, again, depending on what the kids are, are doing on there, maybe not using headphones in some cases. So then if some sort of inappropriate content or something that concerns you uh, pops up suddenly. It might be inadvertently on the child's part, but at least then you can hear what's happening and you're not sort of missing out um, on, on that sound as well. Charging might be another uh, ground rule to put in place, so making sure that devices are charged at night uh, downstairs in the house or in, in a shared space again, not in the bedroom. And then that sort of removes that temptation to be uh, popping onto them at three or four in the morning. Um, and then I think in general, just around screen time, you know, we would say that obviously screen time is a concern and it does depend on your child and it does depend on the age of your child. But 
similarly, you know, it's really more about the quality of that screen time rather than the quantity, which is also an important question to ask. You mentioned there Christmas movies. So obviously that's maybe a nice way to spend time as a family over the holiday season. And I think, again, you know, knowing what they're doing, I mean, it may be that they're on there for two or three hours, uh, but they could be doing something very productive, using some sort of creative app to, to make something, as opposed to maybe just watching uh, a lot of one or two minute videos on YouTube. So again, having those discussions with your child is really important about, you know, what they're actually doing online, as well as just how much time they're spending. Yeah, as you say, it's it's the quality as well as the quantity to think about. What about, obviously, Philip, and as, as children get that a little bit older, um, parents' concern is we want to keep them safe, we want to make sure we're helping them with their development. But, you know, it can cause, of course, friction and arguments. How, how do you advise parents on navigating this, especially over the Christmas holidays where your children are going to be at home with you a lot more and um, you're trying to keep the peace? Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's it's difficult. <laughs> it would be it would be uh, wrong to say otherwise. But I think you know what underlies all this advice really is is this conversation, this open dialogue with children and young people. You know, talking to them about their online lives, and we don't think it's strange to do that when we're talking about anything that happens offline. And so, you know, normalizing that. You know, what did you do online today? What what app are you using? What's popular? Like what's trending in school? What are other kids doing or what kind of things are, are they doing online and and I think by normalizing that then when you do start to try and supervise and monitor that you're not getting necessarily the same kickback now obviously as, as kids get older and become you know teenagers and young adults it, there are issues maybe of privacy that come in but again I think if there's that open and transparent dialogue that's been established around the online world not only is it easier to monitor but I think also on the other side if uh, young people themselves into trouble uh, in some way or, you know, um, get into a tricky situation online, because that's been normalized, they're much more um, confident to, you know, come and tell a trusted adult. Um, and I think also then just in terms of, you know, what they're doing online, it may not be your thing. It may not really interest you, but even just feigning interest and asking and maybe getting them to show you the game or show you the app that they're using as well just kind of breaks down this barrier as it being something that's mine, something that you don't need to see or, you know, stop asking me questions about. And most children, young people, uh, you know, are quite keen to sort of show off what they're doing and, and, and share those kind of things. And again, that's another way to sort of establish that this is something that we talk about normally within the house and as a family. I think it's a really interesting point you made, Philip, that there's a lot of other areas in our parenting journey that we've no problem putting the foot down on, whether it be, you know, what, uh, making sure children are eating the right things, that they're not allowed to have alcohol, they're not allowed to smoke, they can't, you know, go off uh, to a nightclub and when they're 15, you know, there's lots of things that we'll just say no when our kids will argue with us about when we're okay putting our foot down. Why is there that hesitance when it comes to screens, which arguably in many ways can be, you know, very, very dangerous if children are exposed to the wrong things. Yeah, I mean, I think it's not even just to do with screens. I think it's really to do with the the online world. You know, we still use this term, the online world versus the real world. And I think, you know, our our, our point of view now would very much be that the real that the real world is also the online world for young people and vice versa, you know. So, we did a campaign earlier this year called Same Rules Apply, which you can find on our website. And actually, we're going to uh, have another campaign video coming out on Safer Internet Day next year around the same idea. And really what we're saying is that, you know, if you were teaching your kids to swim, you wouldn't just toss them in the pool. <laughs> you would give them aids, you would get them lessons uh, and that kind of thing. You know, similarly, you wouldn't hand the keys 
to your car, to, to a young person, you, you know, you teach them how to drive. And even then, once they do learn to drive, you know, you still maybe want to know where the car is, what time they're coming home. And of course, then they have to observe, you know, the, the rules of the road and, and all, the, all the laws that go around driving. And at the moment, still with the online world, we tend to think, well, you know, they're in the house, they're, they're, they're in their bedroom, they're on a game, they can't be doing any harm. But of course, when you give your child access to the online world, you're also giving the online world access to your child. And so it's just as important, I think, with the online and the offline world to apply those same principles. You know, where are they? What are they doing? Do they need help? You know, can I help them? You know, are they going to come and talk to me when they do get into trouble? And I think by breaking down that barrier and stopping thinking of those two things as two separate things, the online and the offline world, I think a lot of these issues can be addressed much more effectively and successfully as parents. Great advice. I think it'll help a lot of people there this morning with that. Philip, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. That was Philip O'Neill from Cyber Safe Kids. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.